Trust me, I'm lying. By Ryan Holiday. One sentence summary. Trust me, I'm lying is a marketer's take on how influential blogs have truly become, why that's something to worry about, and how the internet is broken, which includes his own confessions of how he gamed the very same system to generate press for his clients. My favorite quote from the author is, when intelligent people read, they ask themselves a simple question. What do I plan to do with this information? Ryan Holiday As I said before, Ryan Holiday is a jack of all trades. While he's more focused on writing right now, some of his media stunts he pulled for his clients were nothing shy of genius. Including his idea, Tucker Max used sponsored tweets to promote his new book, which turned ugly but remained effective nonetheless. Trust Me, I'm Lying is part confession, part revelation, as it explains how influential blogs have become and why most of them abuse their storytelling powers for a quick buck, which Ryan knows because he draws on experience. Here are three lessons from the book to keep in mind about blogging. 1. A blog is a business. Always. 2. Blogs will publish crap as long as it turns heads. 3. The blogging industry is the new stage for public witch hunts. Want to learn how most blogs really work? Here we go. Trust me, I'm lying. Lesson 1. A blog is a business. And a business always needs to make money. This answers the question, what is the true incentive behind most blogs? Nowadays, very few people blog as a hobby. Most bloggers do take their blogs very seriously, because they want them to make money. Whatever you're doing, if you want to make money with it, it becomes a business. The way most blogs make money is through advertising. For example, you can use Google AdSense to place banner ads on your blog and then get paid for each impression of the banner, meaning every time someone visits your blog, you get paid a small amount of money. However, it requires hundreds of thousands of visitors per month to actually arrive at a point where your blog makes a decent income. And only few blogs with millions of visitors actually earn a six-figure annual income with ads alone. But that might not be your endgame. Maybe you have something else entirely in mind. Selling your blog for millions of dollars. For example, did you know that Huffington Post was sold to AOL for $315 million? And the Washington Post was sold to Amazon for $250 million? But in reality, very few single-owner blogs are ever bought for such extraordinary sums. Joel Brown is one of the few to have received offers for over a million dollars for his blog, Addicted to Success, but repeatedly turned them down. Trust me, I'm lying. Lesson 2. As long as it gets a blog readers, it will publish anything, even if it's crap. This answers the question, why do we have so much content out there and why is so much of it so bad? To get to that many page views, it takes a lot of content. A few dozen blogs blog posts won't do here. You need hundreds, if not thousands of posts to attract that many visitors. Which means a lot of blogs will publish anything as long as it creates buzz. It matters less whether a post is accurately researched or has a positive spirit than whether it gets people to click and it shows. That's why you've seen so many fluffy, meaningless headlines along the lines of 5 pics that will make you even angrier at your stepmother. Or, did he really spit her in the face? A very common practice is to start with an attractive headline, which is then filled with useless content, mainly to make sure it gets clicks, without worrying about how readers will actually get value from the content. Trust me, I'm lying. Lesson 3. 
Blogs are the new stages for public witch hunts in the 21st century. The practice of publishing almost anything, as long as it turns heads, leads to blogs fostering and supporting something that's been a problem for centuries. Public witch hunts. While better than gladiator battles in ancient Rome, supposed witches being burned at the stake, or guillotine beheadings in the 1700s, public shaming can still have dramatic consequences. We point fingers and assign blame to people we've never heard of, let alone personally spoken to, by venting our anger in the form of comments and sharing stories across our social profiles. Sadly, blogs like to take the stage all too much, which is why they're happy to demonize anyone, as long as it needs money into their pocket. This is a problem, because it turns innocent victims into targets. For example, big blogs like Gawker covered the story of WikiLeaks and Julian Assange in a very positive light until the first suspicions arose. As soon as he was falsely accused of being a sex offender, Gawker tore him apart in its posts, without ever justifying or correcting them later, thus massively damaging his public image in an irreparable way. My personal takeaways from Trust Me, I'm Lying for 2017. Okay, this is obviously a topic I have a ton of things to say about, because I'm a blogger myself. I read the summary for this book last year and I read the book this year and I published another blog post on my personal blog which is at niklasgirke.com slash trustmeimlying with dashes in between or you can uh, google my name and the, the name of the book and you'll find it and I, I think I took away 14 lessons or so from the book total so one for every I think chapter or something like that um, anyway so there's a lot more takeaways uh, from this book that you can find for free on my blog that's just to say that um, the other thing is so obviously this model is starting to phase out right the whole page view thing where you like get clicks and then page views uh, page views then clicks and depending on your click-through rate on the banner ads you get paid obviously that model is slowly dying as banner ads and and those things they become less attractive and studies have shown that people ignore them already um, iOS now has an ad blocker on their phone so people won't even see them and so on so it's dying out and it's really just something for for the blogs with millions of readers um, but I think a lot of people still try to do it I've run into people over the past two three years who still try to do the same thing they were like yeah I'm gonna make this big and I'm gonna do ads I'm like you'll never do ads like you'll never get to the point because that's super hard and you need multiple contributors and so on so for a one person blog it's not really a model worth doing um, you can still do sponsorships so if you get big enough you could reach out to a company directly and say I'm, I'm gonna make a custom sidebar and a sidebar ad for you uh, and place that and then they pay you a couple hundred bucks a month or something like that but it's really advertising is not so much the game anymore and it's never the game I've, I've played with my blogs um, and that's why you'll never see ads on my blog or four minute books, at least not those clicky banner ads, because I don't think that's a good business model. So what I do like is something when you know a product, when you have used it, you could do affiliate marketing for it, right? If you're really involved with it, you have used it for a long time, you know it well, you think it's a great product, it can help people, you could recommend that and then make money on commissions like I do with four minute books. Or even better, what I'm doing with this thing here right now is to make your own product and sell those through something like an email list to the readers of your blog. Or again, you could do sponsorships. You could even do sponsorships for your email list if you have a big newsletter and you send it out to a lot of people. 
Um, you could, of course, come up with tons of products, right? You could also do coaching, offer services, start a company based on the foundation of your audience, and so on. Sell t-shirts, merchandise. There's a thousand ways you can make money from your blog, all of which are better than this ad model that's dying. Um, that said, knowing what blogs are doing, or at least what the big ones are doing, like Huffington Post and Gawker doesn't exist anymore, by the way. They went bankrupt. Yes, uh, I think that's a good thing. Um, uh, but once you know what those big blogs are doing, you can be a lot more cautious with the information you take in from those blogs because the posts, they just publish a lot of stuff, so they will get a lot of clicks, so they still make their ad money. That's basically it. Um, and so when you do read a post on a big site, always ask yourself, what do I plan to do with this information, right, before you read it? That's crucial. Remember that these blocks benefit of your reading and clicking. So when you have a slideshow and you have to click 17 times to see all 17 pictures, you know that's because of ads, because every time the page reloads, they can load another ad and make money. Um, so keep that in mind. Lastly, keep in mind, they benefit of any publicity, whether it's good or bad. So they don't care what they publish and what they say. They don't care to correct their stuff or to rectify things. They don't care about any of this because the wrong stuff gets clicks. Uh, it's actually shown that even when they rectify it and they correct it afterwards with another post, first of all, the second post never gets as many clicks. And it actually, in the reader's mind, it solidifies the wrong assumption for some reason because it just it, that's just a backwards psychology effect humans have. Um, so there's a ton of things going wrong with these big pages. And so what we really need is a new model for sustainable publishing online. And I'm actually happy to say, I just realized I'm part of a company that tries to build a solution for that, which is Medium, medium.com. I publish and republish a lot there. Uh, I write for them. I write articles for the new member section that's paid. And these people are paying $5 a month for Medium now to get premium content, get an ad-free experience and so on. And I think that's one of the models and one of the ways we'll see in the future that publishing online will go back to a subscription model like we had with newspapers, right? So people have, so the companies have predictable revenue. They can use the money to do research. They don't have to publish stuff to make more money. Um, and so I really like what Medium is doing there. We'll see a ton of new models over the next 20, 30 years. Um, I hope we'll see exciting ones and good ones that are much better and will replace this old ad blogging published crap model. Um, I'm happy to be a part of that. Uh, I'll keep you posted on the newsletter about those things uh, if, if I see something else come up that's interesting. Um, but I think we're at a good place in time for writers to make money. It only gets better from here on out. Um, and so if you've been worrying about starting a blog or thinking about starting one but not really wanting to do it, I encourage you give it a try, take the jump. And of course, always stay honest and ethical in what you do and forget advertising for your blog. I hope you've enjoyed this summary and I will see you on the next one.